1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at
2: your radio. What are you
3: talking about?
1: What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com.
4: Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness. Live from the Lakeland University Studios. Leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland. E-D-U. We spent four hours, almost four hours. We did have one interview with Jake Kokorowski of BadgerBlitz.com on the big show that diverted us to the Badgers. But outside of that, the entire show was Packers. I am going to do some Bucks talk now for the next half hour. Uh, And then I'll let you listen to Ryan Wood uh, from earlier in the show because I thought it was pretty good with me, Gary, and Ryan Wood going back and forth about the Packers. I I want to do a Bucks topic that pull the curtains back. It's been on the big show rundown to do two straight days in the same, same time slot, two straight days that we were going to do it. And the last two days we didn't get to it because we ended up going with Packers. So I'm going to just do it now on the madness since we never got to it on the big show for the last two days, trying to do bucks because there's no guarantee tomorrow that we'll get to it because Zach Gelb will be in studio. Uh, Plus we have multiple guests, Stu Jackson and Ken Barkley in the second hour of the show. Uh, So from that perspective, I want to make sure we get some Bucks talk in here today, while well, at least while I'm hosting. So the other yesterday, I think it was Leroy Butler was over here on the couch. We have a couch in the on-air studio, in case you didn't know that. Over uh, sitting over there on the couch in a break, looking at his phone, whatever. else. Leroy, Sparky, hey, what what do you? I mean, you got to take a team, right? That could beat the Bucks. Who? would that team be? I said uh, uh, several. Several. Several teams. Now, I, I want to explain kind of where we're at right now with the Bucks, in case you aren't well aware of where we're at with the Bucks. I am the proponent and king of, I don't care about the regular season, be healthy, come postseason, be playing a decent brand of basketball, Let's go. was my mantra last year? It's been my mantra this year. Right now they are twelve games over thirty six and twenty four. If the playoffs were to start today, you would have your play in tournament, which would see Toronto and Atlanta, Atlanta uh, Toronto be the home court advantage. and then you'd have Brooklyn and Charlotte as the other matchup. And odds are that's how this is going to stay. I mean, the Wizards are one game out, so I guess it's possible that they could sneak in um, and replace Atlanta or Charlotte. But as of right now, that's where it sits. So if we assume that the two higher seeds win and move into that 7th and 8th slot in the East, that would be Toronto and Brooklyn. That would mean that Miami would get the Brooklyn Nets in round one of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Heat, Nets, round one. I'm telling you right now, as a Bucks fan, please let that happen. Please, 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 please let it be Bucks or Heat and Nets in round one. Because one of them's gonna lose, and that's one less team the Bucs got to worry about having to deal with. Because both of those two teams, as far as I'm concerned, are the two teams that I'd be the most concerned about in the playoffs, the Heat and the Nets. Maybe not in that order. Probably Nets more than the Heat. But either way, both, I think, capable of beating the Bucs in a series. So they play each other in the round one would be amazing. The 2-7 matchup would be Bulls and Toronto. I think Bulls win that series and move on. 3-6. This would be a hell of a series. Philly at home, home court advantage against the Celtics. I, for one, gave up on the Celtics a long time ago. They caught a little bit of fire. have been playing really well heading into the break. We'll see if they can play that well after uh, the All-Star break. But that could be a very competitive series. We saw Philly last year stumble and lose to Atlanta as a one seed. So anything is possible when we talk about the 76ers and Doc Rivers as coach. Guys, the 4-5 matchup as it sits right now. Now, again... It's a three way tie as far as games out of first place in the East. Two and a half back, Sixers, Cavs, Bucks, all two and a half back. So the Bucks could slide up into that three spot. They could slide up into the two spot or the one spot. Who knows by the time this whole thing is said and done? But as of right now, that four or five matchup is Bucks and Cavaliers. Now, again, when we talk about that matchup and not knowing Brooke Lopez's health at this moment in time, That's a difficult matchup for this team if your bigs are Serge Ibaka and Brooke Lopez. If it's no Brooke Lopez, it becomes even more difficult. Why? Because they're long. they got bigs all over the place. Allen and Mobley and Love. They've got length. You start talking about building walls and rebounding and all of that stuff, yes, Cleveland presents problems. Garland, one of the better guards you're going to find. He's had a great year. He's got to be healthy, obviously. But if he's healthy and able to go in the playoffs, that's going to be a huge deal for Cleveland as well. Cleveland can present a problem for the Milwaukee Bucks. Who would I pick in the series? Depends. If Brooke Lopez is healthy, I take Milwaukee. If Brooke Lopez is not healthy, I may take Cleveland right now. Call me nuts. Call me crazy. But I might. Might take the Cavaliers because of how big they are. More times than not, in a NBA playoff series, Rami Makloff preached this for years. And it's been true. Best player in the series, normally, that team wins the series. Based on that, the Bucs should be sitting in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Nets because Kevin Durant is better than anybody in Miami, Giannis is better than anybody they're going to face, then it should be Brooklyn and the Bucks, Uh, and that should probably be the matchup. The problem here is this. If it's 1-8 Miami-Brooklyn, and then it's 4-5, that means the winner of that Bucks cavaliers series would get the winner of the Heat-Nets series in the second round. We're going to do Bucks nets all over again in the second round and then get to the Eastern Conference Finals for whoever is in the way that, for you to beat and then back to the NBA Finals. So as it sits right now, it could be duplicated like it was last year, Bucks nets second round to see who goes to the Eastern Conference Finals and very well could be essentially the NBA Finals unless you're sold on Phoenix or Golden State or somebody in the West being better than one of these two teams. I'm not on either one of those bandwagons for the record, Phoenix or Golden State. But the question is this. Have your bucks expectations changed since the start of the season? What are they right now? I heard Robbie McLaugh the other day talk about, you know, is this team better than they were last year? And I said, oh, like, if they get Goran Dragic. Yeah. Like, they're if they get Goran Dragic, they're the team to beat. They didn't get Goran Dragic. Instead, they're getting Nets rejects. And that, that's the plan. We're going to use Nets rejects to beat the Nets. Okay, fine. I mean, neither one of these two cats that they got, uh, Javon Carter or Bembry, neither one of these two guys, more than likely, are going to have a huge role in them winning basketball games in the playoffs. That's my guess. Maybe I'm underestimating both of them. I don't think I am. I don't think either one of them are going to do much. They are going to be so reliant, the Bucs are, on Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday consistently having to have big games to advance series this year more than others because they're just not deep at all. This is not as good of a team as they were last year. It is not. They, they got nothing on the bench right now outside of Bobby Simmons. If you're starting a Baca or Brooke Lopez. If Brooke Lopez is starting, you're gonna have a Baca and Bob, and not Bobby Simmons, Bobby Simmons, get that on my mind. Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis, fine, he'll give you, you know, 12, 14 off the bench, give you a little scoring, give you some rebounding, give you some energy. Perfect. Great. You have no guards. You have nobody off the bench that can consistently give you scoring. You can't rely on Pat Connaughton. You can't rely on George Hill. Von Carter ain't going to rely on this dude to come in here and give you scoring. That's a big problem. A big problem coming off the bench for this Bucks team right now. And that's why I am concerned because they did not use the buyout market or the trade deadline to fulfill... The holes that apparently they have, I thought they would have been able to get a significant person on the buyout market. I did. The Zabaka trade, I was fine with. No problems, liked it. But you didn't didn't fill the score off the bench that you desperately needed to fill. I understand you tried to get Dragic. Good. A for effort. But you didn't figure it out and finish it. And now you're in a position where you still have an open roster spot. So maybe they can figure out somebody else if somebody else gets bought out here, but times are clicking. Times are ticking away here. I got a few days left here to be able to get this done for them to qualify for the playoffs, to be able to play in the playoffs. Only a handful of days. Then then it's go time and whatever you have, you have. So to me right now, depth is a huge huge concern for this team. God forbid something happens to a Drew Holiday or Middleton. Where are you going to get that scoring from to try and replace either one of those guys? Not that anybody single-handedly is going to replace it, but somebody's got to be able to take a chunk of that, that time that's going to go in there and play and give you something. Dragons would have been that guy. You don't have them. If your Bucks' expectations changed since the start of the season, what are they now? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Milwaukeeadmirals.com. Affordable. Family. Fun. Check them out. Go see a game. You'll have a lot of fun. My buddy actually was texting me uh, yesterday saying, him and the family are headed out to the Admirals game this weekend. They were looking to to go to the Admirals game. I'm telling you, man, kids will love it, absolutely love it. If you've never been to a hockey game, go check it out. Just try it. You don't have to know anything that's going on. I promise you, you don't. All you have to know, the puck goes into that net, and that goes into that net. You get a point. It's a goal, right? That's all you have to know. You don't got to worry about knowing what icing is and all this other stuff. The kids will love it. sky slamming into the glass and the whole deal and skating around, the puck going back and forth, and then all the in-game entertainment the Admirals do. So, so good. They just do a great job. So, again, check them out, milwaukeeadmirals.com. Let's uh, go to Cameron in West Dallas. Cameron, have your Bucks expectations changed since the start of the season? What are they now, Cameron?
5: Um, They haven't changed. Like, in the beginning of the season, we got Wesley Matthews. We got George Hill. I kind of figured that wasn't going to work. Because, remember, we had him a couple years ago, and look what happened.
4: He's not as good as he was a couple years ago.
5: Exactly. So, we got older. And then with the the trade with DiVincenzo, uh, you know, that kind of hurt it, too. Even though he ain't played for, like, two years, I understand that. But, you know, that was a guard. And now look, look what happened. We have no guards. Like you said, we have no guards. Nope. So I mean, what, what, what they think? They think Giannis going to play all, all these minutes to score fifty a night? I don't know what, what
4: I don't know what they think. I think that they looked at the guard situation. Pat Connaughton was feeling himself in December. Came back down to earth uh, in in February. Uh, And then quickly got hurt after that. And to rely on Pat Connaughton to be your best guard off the bench, I think, is a very dangerous proposition.
5: Yes, Sparky, but you got to look at it. All the teams are getting younger. You see any younger guards. So we're going to – I love you, Holiday, but we could have got younger. Get some younger guards. You know, we, we can't get old guards. Look at the Lakers. And before I leave, look at the Lakers. Look what the Lakers did, and look where they at right now.
4: Yep, they went the old so, route. They went with all the, went old the old vets, route. and it, it didn't work out. And now they're paying the consequences for it. And apparently, upper management said, "Y'all made this bed; y'all can lie in it now." And that's why they didn't help them at the trade deadline, which I find ridiculous. But apparently, that was the thought process.
5: See, and that's what I'm saying, Sparky. So, if I'm the Bucks, okay, you you, you the salvage this season. Let's okay, we go for it next year. I I got to get some young talent. I got to get some young talent. You have to get young talent because if not, it's going to be hard to keep Giannis here.
4: But the problem is, Cameron, thanks for the call. This is the problem. It's easy to say, okay, let's get younger. How? How do you get younger? You have Holiday signed to a long-term deal. You have Middleton signed to a long-term deal. You have Giannis signed to a long-term deal. The only way you're going to get younger at this point is if you move on from Brooke Lopez uh, Pat Connaughton. You move on from these guys, okay. But if you move on from Brooke Lopez, you can't worry about getting younger at guard. you want got to figure out how you're going to replace the only rim protector you have and have had for the last several years. How do you get that done? Because that will be the huge hole you're going to have to fill out. What we're talking about here, and Grayson Allen is young, but what we're talking about here with, with the Bucks is figuring out the bench, I don't think the bench has to be a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. Maybe I'm wrong. Is Wesley Matthews old? Yes. Is George Hill old? Yes. Not in real life old, but old from a basketball standard, right? So are they both older players? Absolutely. Now, this is the one shining thing that I think you can say about this, or the one good thing you can say, is because they're a little bit older, they're vets they've been in playoff series. They know how to take care of their body even though George Hill has been banged up and so has Wesley Matthews. But like I said before, as long as you're playing well and healthy going into the playoffs, you feel good about it. But for me, it's I have to see something out of George Hill and Wesley Matthews at some point here as we get closer to the playoffs to feel better about what this team can do in the playoffs. I just do. I know what Giannis is. I know what Holiday is. I know what Milton's up-and-down butt is all about. We all do. We also know in end-of-game situations, you trust him to take that shot. Rest of the game, ups and downs, who knows what you're going to get. When he's going, he's amazing. When he's cold, equally scary. But, end-of-game, Chris Milton's one of my guys that I feel comfortable getting the ball to in that situation. Okay? Okay. So I'm good there, but again, we go back to the bench. We were talking Leroy and I in a break about the Badgers uh, before we brought Jake Kowalski on, and we were talking about you know the tournament and their their team and so forth. And Badgers are kind of similar to the Bucks in a little bit, and the aspect of they'll not bench either. The same type of deal that is very well going to be. Their hindrance, their problem when they get into the tournament is they're not going to have enough scoring off the bench, and they're going to have to rely on their starting five, maybe six guys in order to win basketball games. And you worry a little bit, not a tremendous amount, but you worry about putting all your eggs in the basket. And at the end of the day, I know so many people say, hey, look, you have great players to win in the postseason. It should not come down to role players. But, man, even go back to the Bulls. The, the the Jordan Bulls, you had role players hitting big shots. Paxson and Kerr and these guys. John Sally filling roles. You had guys that filled roles that put you in that position. Last year, you had P.J. Tucker that put you in that position to get this thing done, right? Robin Lopez, whoever. I mean, you had different guys that could fill roles. I just don't know right now if your role players are good enough to win this thing again. That's my concern. Have your bucks expectations changed since the start of the season? What are they right now? 414 799 1250. 414 1250. You can also tweet us at 1250 a.m. The fam. Hey, are you looking for a new career? Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? A company that's been in business for over 30 years. How about a company that's been listed on Inc. Magazine as one of America's fastest-growing companies? Seven out of eight years. Well, you're in luck. Young Express is looking to fill their dispatch position right now. Now, you don't even need any experience at Young Express. Uh, They're willing to train you. Have to be able to multitask in a fast-paced environment. Good communication skills are a must. Computer literate and an overall friendly disposition for dealing with a variety of customers and drivers. At Young Express, you need a competitive hourly wage, paid holidays, vacation time, personal days, 401k with a company match, and of course, a health plan. Apply at YoungExpress.com. That's J U N G Express.com. Young Express, success drives them. And at the end of the day, When we talk about success, you need a team. A full team. And right now, when we look at that Eastern Conference, I just don't know if the Bucs necessarily have enough because of the lack of role players. And that is where my concern lies. Coming up next, we will hear... From Ryan Wood, Packers beat writer of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, straight ahead here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals, affordable family Fun, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Hey, no matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. I'm talking about indoor bocce ball. Foosball, table tennis, shuffleboard, darts, all of those fun games right there at Q Club of Wisconsin. While you're there, settle down some great food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up ah! with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha, uh, Sam Schmidt's other side of the glass. I'm gonna bring him in here quick before we hear uh, from Ryan Wood because I gotta know something. I uh, I saw the the Rami McLaugh uh, draft mockery thing uh, that went up yesterday, and it was all about candy uh, and so forth. And these guys uh, are always searching for something uh, to have for their draft mockery game. They do it every day, Monday through Friday, four forty-five with Rami and Sam. Um, and since I read this Q Club read, I guess I'm going to ask you, what would be your favorite bar game Ooh. that that you like playing? Because like over there, you yeah, got indoor bocce ball. Not a lot of bars have that, obviously. But right. foosball, table tennis, shuffleboard, uh, pool, uh, all darts, all those different games. Or there's probably other games too that these bars have nowadays. I haven't been to a bar in quite a while.
6: So for the Q Club, if I had to choose from those, it would be pool. Okay. I like t- uh, table tennis, but I'm terrible at it. Anything okay. with a paddle, count me out. For some really? reason, just unathletic with a paddle, a tennis racket cannot do it. Huh. Did not know that. that's my one weakness in sports. So if I had to go from the Q Club, I would go with pool. But my favorite one, I don't know if the Q Club does it, but you ever do? You ever play bar dice? Oh yes, Tim Allen and I have played many, very many competitive. nights of bar dice. Yeah. yeah, so
4: that's that's probably my favorite. Yes. All right, bar dice is cool. You get the bartender to play with you. Always. Right. That's the only way to play it. Right. You gotta find that. Then you could
6: maybe get free shots.
4: Correct. Yes. You know, free drinks. Whatever. Yeah. You always gotta have that dive corner bar, bar dice, uh, and playing with the bartender. That's, that's the best way. Yes. Tim Allen and I have done that many, many nights with me, himself, his cousins, whoever the case may be. Uh, play. Always a lot of fun. All right. Uh, but I learned something new about Sam Schmitz. I did not know that the man couldn't do anything with a paddle. So that means tennis he's not good at. Uh, table tennis he's not good at. Badminton? Nope. Uh, is pickleball with a racket?
6: Kind of. Right? Yeah, anything with like some sort of racket. You're out. I, I can, I'll try it. I will try, but and I'm it, terrible at it. Badminton? You said you can't do that either? Uh, well, badminton's pretty easy because it moves pretty slow. So spiking, really good at the spiking. But serving, mm-mm, nope, can't do it. <laughs> well,
4: okay, hold I would hold feel on.
6: terrible, like, whenever so, we were in gym class, my friend would just look over me and be like, I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> what about volleyball?
6: Oh, volleyball I'm good at. No racket.
4: Yeah, but, but that's, just, that's just
6: hand-eye coordination with a ball, you know. With a racket, you're talking about hand-eye coordination with an object to another object. Well, what about golf? Uh, well, first of all, I'm not, I don't have the money to play golf. Right. So I don't even so know. So you don't even know. I haven't played golf since my freshman year of college, which was about four or five years ago. Huh. So it's been a while. I don't even know how good I am at golf that's anymore. It's
4: not a racket, but it's still a stick involving hand-eye coordinations. So I wondered if... I wasn't great at
6: golf, but you know what sucks is it happens every time I think you do play golf is your last shot is always your best shot. You just, for me, it and was... And my last drive was about three 300 yards or something. Nice. It was so
4: good. And I was like, of course, that's my last one. For me, it was just just have one good shot and that would be happy. I'd give me hope to go back out the next time because uh, I'm not a very good golfer. Never have been. Uh, okay, so coming up next uh, right now is Ryan Wood. Now he joined us earlier on the Wendy's Big Show from the Green Bay Press Gazette, uh, and leading up to him in the first hour of the show, I, 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 you know, you can go back and listen if you like. It was a lot of me and Gary going back and forth. I yelled on the air today during the Big Show. I uh, it was all day going back and forth about this all-in philosophy of the Packers and extending. Uh, these guys with void years like they did with Kenny Clark, like they did with Aaron Jones and so many other guys in the last couple of years. Uh, and, you know, just the way the Packers are doing business. Are you a fan of it? And I just keep saying, like, I'm a fan of all going all in. Like, I'm all about it. This void year stuff, this is new to me. And that's why we have Ken Ingles and these guys from SpotTrack, uh, Michael Gennetti, and these guys, because it's trying to figure this all out. And what you learn is when you do this, you get cap hits. The guys aren't even on the team. And you're you're paying for their sin or paying for them and what you did earlier. And then, depending on getting that cap number, which everybody expects to go up with this new TV and streaming deal, depending on what that is, you could end up like the New Orleans Saints without a quarterback, because you're not keeping Aaron Rod, you're not keeping Jordan Love if you extend Aaron Rodgers. That doesn't make any sense. Why would he want to stay here for that? Um, so that's gonna be a problem. So now when Rodgers' deal is done. He gets up, walks away. He's got no value at that point, more than likely. So you get no compensation for him like you would if you trade him right now. So anyways, so that that was the whole thing, back and forth with me and Gary. Gary yelling at me, telling me, for 100 years, all you want is for this team to go all in, all in, all in, all in, and they never did it. Now they do it, and now you don't want that, that either. You never say anything nice about the Packers, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. So that all led up to Ryan Wood, and this is how it went.
3: Yeah, it's, it's very simple what the Packers' plan is and what they're trying to achieve. They are willing to mortgage the future because they don't know what that looks like, but they know what the present looks like, and the present looks like contention so long as they can keep Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't guarantee a Super Bowl, clearly. This is a team that hasn't gotten back to that game in more than a decade with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. But it's like I asked Brian Guttekens yesterday. Why not be tempted to kickstart the rebuild now and 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 to maximize your assets and get a bevy of picks? and and start looking toward the future, and it was a very simple answer. He said, because we can win now, because he feels like they have as good of a chance as anybody in the league in 2022 to win the Super Bowl. And when you have that opportunity, it's really hard to let go of it. And so he's not ready to close this 30-year title window. He, he wants to keep it open and, and get every last drop that he can out of it. It's it's kind of hard to fault him for that. I mean, it, it you know he does have a two time reigning MVP. He's got the best receiver in the game. Uh, if if you feel like you've got a chance to really go at it, it, it's hard to it's hard to blame a team for going at it. Look what just happened with the Rams. It doesn't it's a it's a high risk. It doesn't mean that'll pay off like it did for the Rams. But it, it you can understand in a wide open NFC why it's awfully tempting to do that.
7: Yeah, I mean, I, I understand it. And I guess my biggest problem that we had with Steve is my 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 good friend Steve Sparky Pfeiffer is that this is their way of going forward. And Steve had been wanting them to do this going forward type thing for years. But then now we have a problem with, with how they're doing it. I don't think there's any surefire way that's been successful other than the New England Patriots that, every, that any team or organization has come up and won multiple Super Bowls. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to maximize their chances with Aaron Rodgers, knowing that if they get Jordan Love, it's probably not going to happen. I, I I just don't understand why now are we so upset with the way the Packers are doing business when they've been one of the Packers to so-called go for it for a hundred years.
3: Well, you know, you can't you can't avoid the reality that there's risk here. There's,
7: sure, there's there is definitely risk here. That, that that's that's, they, that's always they, risk when you're doing it this way than drafting, and developing, of course.
3: Yeah, I mean, th- th- there's risk that, that you put all your chips on the table and yes. you bust, and you yes. get no closer to the Super Bowl, and then you mortgage your future, and you got some dark, cold years ahead at that point. Um, there's also risk in losing Aaron Rodgers and, and starting a rebuild because there's no guarantee that you'll ever get to the place that you would be in 2022, which is NFC North champion, potentially, again, <coughs> the, the top seed in the NFC, and a favorite to win the Super Bowl. There's no right. risk that a rebuild will. There's no. Ch- there's no guarantee that a rebuild will will get you to that place anytime soon. So, uh, you know, it, it's Brian Gutekunst is subscribing to the theory that if you keep knocking on the door, eventually it's going to open for you, and that's wishful thinking. It's hopeful thinking, uh, but they do have hope, and that they're going to they're going to squeeze it as, as much as they can.
4: I really enjoyed you ask him, asking him, you know, what were you missing last year? Um, <laughs> oh, we are missing anything. Scott, way better. Which is the same crap he said last year after they lost to Tampa Bay. Exact clearly, same
3: answer. Right. Yeah, clearly, the same answer. clearly,
4: they're missing stuff. And that's why, as Gary pointed out, you went and hired a new special teams coordinator, in Rich Bisacci, and paid him a whole bunch of money. Uh, so I'll ask you the question you asked Goody What do you think they're missing?
3: Well, special teams. But other than that, I'm completely with Brian Gudikins. They ain't yes. missing anything on that roster. That's a Super Bowl winning roster. Yes. So it's, Thank it's you. The roster should have won the Super Bowl. Thank you. And, and he's absolutely right that at some point, this is why, in, in large part because of the same, I asked him the same question last year, and he gave me the same answer. And for that reason, I, it's what, I mean, roll the tape. I said it all week going into San Francisco that none of it matters that they don't show up to play. They got to show up to play. They got to play like who they are because who they were was the most talented roster in the NFL last season, even with the special teams disaster. Yes. They were still the most talented roster in the NFL. They didn't play like it. So it doesn't matter what you are on paper, it matters what you are on the field. And on the field, they weren't the best team. On paper, they were the best team. So if you're Brian Gudikins, I mean, what, what are you in control of? You're in control of the roster. You know, how many times yesterday did he say, about the coaching staff, I, that's not my hire. Matt, Matt Lafleur's in, in control of what happens on the field. All Brian Gutekunst can do is put together a Super Bowl winning team, and he put together a Super Bowl, uh, a potential Super Bowl winning roster that was not missing anything to uh, to get to 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 that game. Even with the special teams, they're the, best, they're the best roster in the NFL. So, yeah, I mean, I I completely get what he's saying. They're not they're they're not missing a damn thing when it comes to that roster. And they, they've got to actually play like who they are for once.
7: I said that to Steve earlier today. I, I said the exact same thing. That's a Super Bowl team. Well, what's going to change?
4: What's get, both of you, what's going to change? I mean, we, we keep hearing him say, well, we've got to play better in the playoffs. We've been doing this for a decade. For a decade, yes. you go into the playoffs. Packers are our favorite. And that's how, Packers and that's, are going to
7: knock on the door. Same thing every year, guys. And that's how Again. hard it is to win the Super Bowl. We, have, we had already anointed the Kansas City Chiefs to win like five Super Bowls. They may not get to another one in the AFC. The man's got. That's one. how hard it is to win a Super we Bowl. We aren't even getting to the Super Bowl. The man's got one win out of what six chances in a conference championship? And, and, and you know what? What if Kansas? What does this happened to Kansas City with Mahomes? Well, then people are going to criticize Mahomes the way same and, way they do. Those Rodgers. same people that criticize don't understand how hard it is to win. The New England Patriots has ruined the NFL because y'all think that people can do it just like that. It doesn't happen like that. It's hard to do. Everything has got to line up just right for you to get to that game and then to win it. I'm so sorry. It, that, that's fine. If it's hard I'm to win sorry. a Super Bowl,
4: then you can just trade Rodgers now. Because if you hold on to Rodgers for two or three more years, but he's stock your best value, chance. Stock. What, what does it matter? He's been your best chance for a decade. You, if you move Rogers now, at least you get a ton of draft capital back. You get a draft capital back for Devontae if you if you franchise tag him and move on. Sure. If you hold on to both these guys and put all these void years out, sure, he, he's not going to have any value left. You're going to be significantly sure. over the cap, and yeah. then you're going to be left hell holding the bag with no quarterback just, and
7: all this you're, money. You're going to be the New Orleans Saints. That's yeah, what you're going to be like everybody else who did it. You're going to be, be like just, the Saints. You'll be just like the Patriots because they had to start all over with a whole new roster. You'll, yeah, you'll be just like the Saints upcoming. Yeah, you'll be like every other team. That is the NFL. You just said it, Steve. Go ahead, all uh, Ryan. I'm sorry. To to answer your question, what's going to change? Might be nothing. It might it might be not,
3: again. This is what you need to re- uh, understand. Brian Gudikins is subscribing to the theory that if you keep knocking on the door, it's going to open for you, and you just got to keep knocking on that door. That that that's that's his philosophy right now. That is how that that is the idea that is dictating his entire approach and his entire plan, uh, if you keep knocking on the door. The Buffalo Bills prove that that it, it doesn't happen. It's not, it's not guaranteed to happen if, if, if you keep knocking on the door. Philadelphia Eagles tried this early in the odds, right? Didn't happen yeah. for them. Yep. The Packers have tried this. They've lost four straight NFC Championship games. They're proof that if you keep knocking on the door, it doesn't mean that it's going to open. But that's how Brian Gutekind is approaching this, And why is he approaching it that way when there is evidence that that that, that's faulty thinking? Because he's not ready to go in the future yet. Because again, the risk is even higher if you start a rebuild of never getting back to where you're at right now. And so it's 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 wishful, hopeful thinking that something is going to change. But that's that's what he's going with. Do we think it's him or Murphy? (laughs) Here we go. My God, I'm curious. Sure that Mark Murphy has something to do with it because they all talk, don't they? Roster. They I mean, do. and you know, Mark Murphy is Brian Gudikin's boss. So if if Mark Murphy was hard against this plan, uh, I I don't know about you guys, but I got a boss, and if <laughs> if I want to do something different, with my boss, and it comes to head, the boss is going to win. Exactly. Right? So correct. Uh, but 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 I, I you know I I don't think that this is a situation of Mark Murphy dictating what Brian Gudikin is going to do. It's more that he's his boss, and he's co-signing with the idea that. Brian Gudikins is, is putting forth. When, when Matt Lafleur said that everyone in the Packers organization is in agreement to have Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback for 2022, that's because everyone in the Packers organization wants to stay in contention in 2022 and doesn't want to go on into the abyss of what a rebuild is.
4: Well, they hired Lafleur to coach in the abyss, and that's why he was
3: brought in. They, they hired. They har- no, they they hired Matt Lafleur to win a Super Bowl. No. That's what they hired him. <laughs> I, I, I firmly believe they hired they hired Matt
4: whoever they were going to hire was going to be the coach to coach the quarterback after Aaron Rodgers. How are we going to stay good? Without having a Hall of Fame quarterback, what's going to be the philosophy? And he sold them on the philosophy that's worked in San Francisco, that's worked to get Jared Goff to a Super Bowl with the Rams, of that offense, running the football, not relying on the quarterback to have to throw it 100 times. Now, they were so convinced that it was going to happen that way that they made the trade up to get Jordan Love because they were ready to go with Matt LaFleur into, as we're calling it, the abyss then Rodgers had a flame ignited under his rear end, and now he's back-to-back MVP, and now they've had to change course.
3: Well, why wouldn't they? Just because you don't need a Hall of Fame quarterback to, to direct that offense doesn't mean that you, you won't take it. I don't disagree. If you've got an MVP? <laughs> it, look, look, San Francisco and L.A., they don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You think that they wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat? And that's not what I'm that saying.
4: Was- I'm saying when he hired the next coach, Murphy did, that he was planning on, whoever this is is gonna to have to prove to me that they think they can win without, say, to Rodgers because we're gonna be moving on from Rodgers here in the not so distant future. Because at that point he wasn't playing like an MVP quarterback.
3: Yes, but that's only part of it. Because to say that he wasn't hired to win a Super Bowl day, that that's that's what he ultimately was hired to do. It wasn't just, hey, can you extend the contention and and keep us kind of relative and 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 and, and you know, winning when when we don't have Aaron Rodgers no it, it Win a Super Bowl. That that that's 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 job one. That's priority A. Win a Super Bowl. So look, you, you mentioned L.A. and San Francisco last off season, Both those teams reached out to the Packers, wanting to make a trade for Aaron Rodgers. They, just because you don't need a guy like that in that offense doesn't mean you don't want a guy like that in that offense. And they've got they, the Packers
7: are the ones that actually have that guy. uh and and I guess what do you make of the whole press conference? I, I don't think. And I, I'm not trying to bang on Steve here, but I don't think Steve thought it was a positive press conference. I think Steve believes that, and and I've told him all along they're not really there to tell us the truth. But linebacker, like,
4: that's another one. Huh? The linebacker comment was another one. Oh yeah, we care about linebacker. Shut up.
3: Nonsense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right.
7: That and special teams, right? They, right? they care about it as much as you care about the garbage, you just kick out the road. Exactly. Right. So what did you make of the press conference as a whole from Goody?
3: Uh, my main takeaway was that Brian Gutekunst has been unequivocally clear that he is going to take the path forward of staying in contention, which means Aaron Rodgers. He's also understanding that it takes two to tango there. He learned that last offseason and that Aaron Rodgers has a process that he's going through that ultimately Brian Gutekunst and the Packers cannot dictate or control. Aaron Rodgers is going to want to have to be back as well. That's The plan right now is contention. The plan is, is moving forward with Aaron Rodgers, but plans can change based on Aaron Rodgers. So he put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' court. Ryan Wood,
4: thank you so much for coming on. As always, really appreciate it. I was just seeing Tom Silverstein uh, saying Uh that with the Aaron Jones restructure, uh, the cap hit in 2023 would be $20 million. Uh, Top cap number of any running back in the NFL in 2023 for sure. But it probably will be surpassed. It does show how pushing money into the future affects deals. There's also a massive cap increase expected in 23. So cap numbers will go exponentially, up exponentially around the NFL. So a $20 million cap hit next year for Aaron Jones.
3: Good God. The Packers are flooring at 100 miles an hour toward a cliff. And (laughs) at some point... That edge is gonna come and they're not gonna but but you know what? If if you can get a Super Bowl ring out of it, that's it's what you
7: want. Who sure. sure cares? Absolutely.
4: Yeah. We and all it, agree may it. We we and all it may not work. We it may not work. If you win it, it's worth it. If you don't win it, it may not everybody's gonna lose their minds. Right? No, they're not. Thank you so much for coming on. All right, take care. There he is, Ryan Wood, probably frustrated about me and Gary yelling at each other the entire interview. Uh, so he joined us earlier on the Wendy's Big Show. We also had Jake Kokarowski. If you want to go back and listen to any of that or just Gary and I uh, yelling back and forth for four hours, you can do that too. All you have to do is go to BigShowNetwork.com, uh, and it's real easy. Or download the Odyssey app. Hit rewind. You can listen to it that way as well. Uh, so I just came across this. Uh, so, Dan, uh, Diana Roussies, uh what, what's her name? Oh, is it Roussini, right? Yeah, Diana Roussini. Roussini yes. yeah. Uh, earlier today, uh, this morning, ah, Rogers close to uh, making a decision and so forth. And Bart Winkler ripped her apart uh, for reporting something that we already knew. Not unusual for Bart. Well, now she was on the Rich Eisen show. And uh, Rami and Sam will have you the audio of her with Rich Eisen. But uh, this is pretty much what she's saying. Rogers. Uh, looking for fifty plus fifty million plus per year, which would be fifteen percent over Mahomes' forty-five on average per year, uh, gets you to about fifty-one point seven five per year, which is probably where Rogers is at. Could see something like four years at two hundred and ten million, according to Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. Signing bonus would have to be seventy-five million plus uh, with Packers' structure in order to make this whole thing work. Spielberger goes on to say, let's say Devontae Adams gets $25 million per year. Rodgers, Adams, Bakhtiari would be about $100 million per year. Jair Alexander, when he signs his extension, could make it $120 million per year. Uh, And now we're talking about four players on your roster getting you to $120 million per year. Everybody thinking, oh, maybe he'll take less. doesn't appear so if you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time, baby. Maybe it's time to join the Young Express team. Become a successful transporter of expedited freight, right? Pick up stuff, drop stuff off. Really just that simple. Live a stress-free lifestyle, put the windows down, turn up the radio to the Rami show up next, and drive, baby, drive, and get paid for it, too. Why Young Express well, they have a 24-7 dispatch team. They're extremely dedicated. They get very personal to keep drivers moving. At Young Express, you can drive locally, regionally, or nationwide. Minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express, will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. Looking for full-time, independent contractors, so you're working with Young Express, not necessarily for Young Express. Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G, express.com. Young Express, success. Drives them. Up next, Rami Maklov will tell us what's coming up on his show here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admiral. Sparky's Midday Madness, live from the Lakeland University Studios, a leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu, see Sparky Pfeiffer. Sam Schmitz, executive producer, other side of the glass. He stays in and... Produces for Rami like he does every other day on the Rami Show coming up here at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a reminder: tomorrow's big show, Stu Jackson, the former Badgers head coach, the guy that screwed the Bucks out of the finals uh, years ago by suspending Scott Williams. Now with the Big East Conference, he'll join us tomorrow at eleven twenty. Nice? No, uh, at eleven twenty tomorrow. Com- this
2: man is coming into an ambush. He has no idea. Nope, not a clue. That's not cool, man. he thinks he's coming on top of Big East basketball, Marquette, uh-huh. yeah.
4: Zach Gelb in studio in the noon hour uh, tomorrow from CBS Sports Radio. He's flying in to go to the Bucks nets game on Saturday night. Uh, and apparently he got dinner reservations for Carnivore. He's very excited Ooh, about that. He, nice. We were talking about that on the air yesterday. I've never been. Uh, neither have I. Hmm. No, neither have I. Uh, so he'll be going uh to, to the Bucks game Saturday, but anyway, so he'll join us in the studio tomorrow, which means probably more yelling and screaming on the big show tomorrow. So, Sam, is that where you used cool to work? work to everybody. Carnivore.
2: Yes. yes, Sam used to work at Carnivore, right? Correct. He's cutting audio, right? Yes, now. Yes, he, he worked right at, at yeah. Carnivore. Yeah,
4: they have really good food. That's right here. Yep. Yeah. Five o'clock steakhouse, another good one. Got really good food uh, as far as steaks go and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's
2: a yeah. lot of good steak places around town. To so usually, if here. I'm gonna have a steak, it's I just a lot. I just do it at home because I got Robert's specialty meat and you work at, at my disposal. And I work in radio. radio. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's not going to be a cheap day at Carnival. No. No. No, 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 no. Uh, no. no. Oh, no. Much cheaper day at my house. No, right. Yeah. Much <laughs> cheaper day at your house. Right. Yeah. And I make a mean steak. Right. I make a mean steak. As long and as you I, like I, it. And I start with good ingredients from Robert's Specialty Meats. That's, good. That's so. where I go as well. So, yes. it works out. All right, Robbie McLaughlin, what's coming up on your show? Coming up. Well, we had something in mind, and then we saw this report from Diana Rossini. Yeah. And now the question is simple Would you pay Aaron Rodgers that money? I. This is why I'm not Russ
4: Ball. Um, uh, I mean, does he deserve the money? Yes. Right. Is he worth the money? Yeah. Multiple MVP, four-time MVP, whatever it is, he's mm-hmm. won back-to-back MVPs. Mm-hmm. Right. Without Aaron Rodgers, are you a Super Bowl team? Nope. No. Uh, without Aaron Rodgers, can you win the North? We did that as a topic on the Big Show Day at the 1 o'clock hour. Gary and Leroy said yes. I think they can. I don't think they can. I think they win maybe six games if they're lucky. I think they can. Because I don't think anybody's going to come back and play with Jordan Love. With no Devontae Adams and no Aaron Rodgers. Mm. And no wide receivers. Devontae might
2: still come back. Absolutely not. He might. Nope. If you paid him, he might. 1,000% no to that question. I don't know about that. He's
4: going to go wherever Aaron goes or try to get to with Derek Carr and the Raiders. He's not staying with Jordan Love. Mm. So, having said that. Even still, I think they might. Um, because Devontae, I, I, I just I don't think you have a choice. You, you've you extended out all these contracts with void years, and you're getting ready to drive off a cliff in a couple of years. So, at this point, you might as well just go all there's in. There's no
2: cliff, there's never a cliff. The salary cap isn't real, hmm. yeah. Okay, sounds good. Tell the Saints that.
4: Uh, okay, um, go
2: ahead. So, what so, else you got? I mean, after that, I'm we're still trying to figure out because you know, stuff got cut from the show that we were gonna do on the show, so we're not sure exactly what we're gonna cut, what we're gonna keep. So... The only other thing I can tell you for sure we're doing on the show is draft mockery at 445, and then we're going to kind of figure out the rest as as we go along here.
4: You've been getting better at
2: this. Thank you. You really have. You had a solid draft yesterday. Thank you. Again. Yeah. You're coming along nicely. You want me to tell you what we're drafting today? Uh, sure. Because uh, the news of Troy Aikman going to ESPN. We touched on that very briefly. Drafting analysts. Uh, TV sports analysts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
6: All
3: yeah, right. I like, I like All Romo.
4: Right. <laughs> what? Well, you don't like okay, that one? I'm okay with Tony Romo. You don't like that one, I'm Sam? I'm okay. Well, hey, you got notice, so be happy. You got time to do research. Yeah. So yeah, Romo, uh, time. Collinsworth doesn't drive me necessarily crazy. Uh, so I can deal with words. The one
2: thing I'm not sure of, and maybe we can figure this Charles out. Charles right Davis, now. I enjoy do do I
4: enjoy Charles Davis cur- a lot.
2: Currently working or all time? Are you doing TV or radio? TV both.
4: Oh well, then what? Then Ross Tucker is definitely at the top of my list because little Ross Tucker on you the radio. Just keep it to TV. Should we, Sam? Do,
2: should we just keep it to TV? Should we just do TV football? We could just keep it to TV. Current, current. I don't think we have to keep it to football. That narrows the field too much. We need twelve guys. Right. There's 12 analysts doing football
4: games. That we want to draft, though. You just don't know all of them, so you want to get out of this quickly. See, I know this is like fancy football. That's why it doesn't like big leagues and fancy football. I know.
2: I'm a Bears fan. I know the C and the D teams. Of, it's <laughs> of, of these it's broadcasts, true. You okay? know the depth. Yes, I know the guys at the back of the depth chart. I'm fully aware of who's down there. Okay.
4: I like. I, I don't know. For me, if you're doing radio <laughs> and TV combined, then Ross Tucker is in there for me. I love Ross on the radio. Not he's because good. we have a mom, but because he's, he's very entertaining.
2: He's good. He's definitely good. Movies, Sam. We let's do next week, and we'll break it down into categories. Different Category of movies every day next week. I'm gonna ask.
4: Right? I'm gonna ask Rami what I asked Sam earlier. Okay. I did the Q Club read.
2: Yeah, and I said well, you guys could do like bar games one of these times.
4: Your favorite game to play at a bar uh, for you. What What's your favorite game to play at a bar? I'm guessing he doesn't do anything at a bar but drink. But I'll ask anyhow. Uh, what What's your favorite game that you like to play at a bar? Yeah,
2: I don't have one. I told you.
6: What, do yeah. people play games at the bar? He 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 just enjoys his drinks. He thinks games are too, you know, too much.
2: No, I just, what, I mean, what what are we talking about here? Like darts? Shooting pool? Yeah, Is that yes. what we're talking about? Yes. Um, I, guess, I guess I would say shooting, shooting pool, I You're guess. had really a good time at a when bar, the last you just time? sit there. When was the last time you played a game at a bar? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I honestly could not tell you. <laughs> I just. I don't even know
6: You're a this. lot of fun, Rami.
2: He is. Does He's David Buster's just, count? Just a bunch
4: of fun. No, David Buster's <laughs> okay, does not count. Then, then I couldn't tell you. But like golden
2: tea would count. They have those in corner bars. What? I'm I'm the weird one because I go to a bar and like talk to the people I'm at the bar with and just hang out. Yes, I'm the weird one. Correct.
6: Just sit there for like three hours, just and talking. Make and that talking a poll question and have do some you laughs.
4: Go, do you go yeah. to the bar and play any of the games in the bar, or do you go to the bar and never play the game?
2: No, I never do. I never do. I swear I never do. How long are you usually at the bar? couple hours couple, hours. couple hours. I can't. I not not I can't. Even
6: if I'm your friend, I can't sit down for like a couple hours and just talk <laughs> and talk and talk.
2: You're not even playing do bar
6: something, dice
2: man. or something? No, no, man. It's boring. Yeah, you <laughs> no, are. No, well, yeah. your friends are boring. I'm sorry. That, that's, that's sad. I'm sorry. That sucks. Do you think your friends play games in the bar when they're not with
4: you? Maybe. I don't know. That'd be interesting. You ever do
6: see. like poll tabs or
2: anything? Pull tabs. That's fun. You know what I do at the bar? I do you do, do poll tabs? No. I, don't know. I oh. do stand-up comedy. I'll be at the Sugar Maple in Bayview tonight, now. 8 o'clock. Time out. Time opening out. Opening time for the time no, no, no. funniest Stop. person in Milwaukee in Chastity, Washington. Now you went go, the, ahead. go ahead. I was going to promote her because I actually know who she is, yeah. finally. Finally, you have somebody that's really funny to promote. She's so, so, so funny, good. man. She's, you should go see her. And the show is five bucks. You can go see Chastity, yes. Washington for five bucks.
4: You go do it. Do it. Yes. Finally, we agree. Do it. Uh, Rami Nakalov comes up next with the Rami show. No, he doesn't do anything at a bar other than sit there. to. talk about Aaron Rodgers. That's a fun time. Let's hang out with Rami and talk about 12 all night. I'd rather not.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.